0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: Hi, I'm Gina Davis, and welcome to Event Talk. Do you want to make more money with your products and service at festivals, fairs, and expos? Then you're in the right place. Each week, Event Talk brings you to interviews with business experts, makers, artists, and business owners, nonprofits that have all successfully navigated the ins and outs of business. Plus, we want to take you behind the curtain, sharing our time-tested event marketing secrets so that you can get the most from every booth at every event. Join us as we explore what's happening at festivals, fairs, expos near you and around the country. Event Talk is your source for everything you need to get the event return on investment you deserve. I'm excited about today's conversation. Let's get started.
0: Hello, hello, Event Talk audience. It's good to have you back. But if it's your first time, welcome, welcome. We are so happy that you're here. Today's conversation is about Earning more sales at your next event. We'll talk about common selling challenges that people face when trying to grow, and we'll also give you a few tips and techniques that you can use today. This is all going to be done by a guest today, David Gross, and I'm your host, Gina Davis. We have a great show for you today, and I would like to start by sharing a little bit about my guest. Now, David is native to the Memphis area, which is where I'm from. He served in the U.S. Navy owned a local business for five years, but he's recently really discovered his entrepreneurial spirit and really has that passion for helping others. Currently, he's a coach at Sandler Training. They're a world-renowned sales management and customer service training. Welcome, David. I am so happy for you being here today. Hey,
2: Gina. What's going on? I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I knew I wanted to ask you after we, uh, so audience, we had a open house back in April and we had to launch a fine vendor booth here in the Memphis area, and I asked yeah. David to be part of that, well, not just because he let us use his facility, but because he's such a great speaker, and he does speak from the heart, he does speak with passion, and man, he really knows what he's talking about. So if you're interested in learning more about our guest today, I'm going to have some links below in the resource area. I'm ready to get started. Let's do that. Do it. David, what are some of the common obstacles that people will face when they're trying to earn more sales?
2: Yeah, so common obstacles. And uh, like you said, we we talked a little bit about this on the event, all your event, uh, which, which I had a great time at. You know, we usually, when we look at, Obstacles when people that people face when trying to increase sales, trying to grow their business, that they, they're really passionate about what they do, but they don't have know how, or they just kind of guess or wing yeah. it when it comes to sales. They say so,
0: you know things like but they, so, David. Clarify when you say they're not yeah. they don't have the know how. That was that's not about what they do. That's about.
2: Yeah, it's about actually selling. So, for example, I used to own a business, and I was really good at what I did, Gina.
0: However, mm-hmm.
2: I didn't have – no one ever taught me how to sell. No one ever taught me how to effectively um, get extra, exchange money for what I had to offer in a non-threatening, yeah. non-pushy way. So, I agree. usually the obstacles that people face, they say that they never wanted to be the salesperson in the first place. Mm-hmm. And they, they wanted to do what they're passionate about, but they're not passionate about, or, nor do they want to be known as a salesperson. Right. Uh, they work really hard, uh, but they still need more paying clients. Or perhaps they, they work really hard for the clients that they have, but the clients that they have aren't paying them enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or the, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're really good with people. They say, I've got great people skills. I could have conversations. I'm really nice. People tend to like me. But for some reason, people never buy from me, or they never become customers. Why is that?
0: Right. So, David, you know, how would this reflect on the festival, fair, expo type person? I mean, if you're a maker, or artisan, I mean, your products are right there, are. People yeah. can buy them. I mean, you know, they might not feel like they're a salesperson, but they're thinking, oh, my product's out there. So, so what are they not realizing?
2: Good question. And people show up to shows or they show up to events and they have their products lined up and they have beautiful presentations. But for some reason, it's like if you were standing on the side of the road, the traffic never stops. Right. And if they do stop, they, they, they avoid eye contact with you most of the time Mm -hmm. they look around they may pick one or two items up but then they take right off and people are wondering why aren't people sticking or why why isn't this working
0: Mm
2: -hmm. i'm not in in most cases that's this is the case and i'm not saying this is true for everyone however some of the biggest obstacles that we see and, and that i've seen from seen from our clients are that they go to shows they put in a lot of work But it's a lot of time and energy spent. And when they walk away from the show, their sales are down, or perhaps they're curious on what could I have done differently.
0: Well, it sounds like to me they don't have a system in place. So why don't you tell us some of the best practices that the audience could use?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm glad you asked. You know, best practices, there's a couple, actually. Um, We'll give you, I'll give you five. Okay, so the best practice, number one, will be discover your style. And when I mean your style, usually people think to be successful and be successful in building relationships and being successful in sales that they need to be like someone else. So they've seen someone else that's successful. Perhaps let's take, for example, Billy Mays. Do you know who Billy Mays is?
0: Yes, I've heard of him.
2: Okay, so he's the guy that I think he does the
0: OxyClean,
2: and and if I misquoted that, anyways, this guy gets on TV and he just is loud, he's proud, a bit obnoxious. Uh, when I, we usually when we have worked with clients in the past, they go, they show up, and they don't want to be like that person, so they avoid talking to people because they're not they're not they don't look or sound like what they perceive as successful. So discovering your style just means that own you, own yourself. We use a an assessment. We call it the DISC assessment. So this is a personality and communications Mm -hmm. preference style. You could use that, or you could just say, you know, am I a loud, animated, or perhaps am I more of a direct communicator, or do I love the, do do I need to keep an arm's distance away from everyone? and talk about details, or am I a soft-spoken person? Own right. your style, whatever that is, and at the end of the day, people buy you, and then That's your correct. products come with that.
0: There, there um, is a selling style for every one of those people. Right, absolutely.
2: Yeah, there yeah. is a selling. And, and the biggest thing that I've learned coming into professional sales, Gina, is for the longest time, I'll be transparent with you, I tried to be someone else. Because oh, yeah. I thought that in order to be successful, I had to be the, the person that stood out and the person with the, all the bright colors and the person that was mm-hmm. the loudest. But that wasn't me. That wasn't my style. Mm-hmm. So that led to a lot of frustration and led to a lot of you know, missed opportunities. So when I really owned yeah. the way that I, uh, that I communicated, then that's when things started working for me. Second point was to plan ahead. Know your audience. Who know who you're going to get in front of? Who's going to be walking down or walking past your booth? You know who right. who are those people? Where are they at in their lives? So you can cater your messages to them. The third point would be to capture your leads, and this is a huge. It's it's a critical thing that a lot of people miss. If they don't necessarily purchase from you. Right. You have a good opportunity to get them in the door, and what the in the door means is some of the some of the people who are, who are very successful at this are not only shaking hands and swapping products; they're also building email lists on the side.
0: Very important.
2: Yeah, can you will You say very important. Why is that?
0: Well, because well, I mean, again, my background is in marketing, and mm-hmm. you want to be able to keep romancing the people you have and not chasing down, constantly having to chase down new people. Uh It's less money to romance the person that you're already selling to than it is to chase down that
2: new person. Absolutely. Yeah, so keep Mm -hmm. up with them. Keep them on your list. If you make a sale, then grab an email address. If you don't make a sale, completely okay.
0: Grab an email Mm -hmm. address. I do feel like, you know, if you're there, you're like a, remodeler, or maybe you're a lawn person, you're, you're probably going to get, okay, i got to get leads. i got to get leads yeah. that's, that's right. because I don't have a product to sell. But from the mm-hmm. maker and craftsman or even, the say, the nonprofit mm-hmm. stance, yeah. they're continuing that conversation afterwards can be a little more mm-hmm. ambiguous on how to actually get there. So maybe and you want to talk okay. about that
2: a little bit. Absolutely. I was at a show not too long ago. And this woman, she does a fantastic job. She, had, she painted dogs and cats, people's, oh. people's pets. She does a fantastic job. And I wasn't in the market to buy at that point. I loved what she did. I thought it was a very unique idea. However, my next step was not to give her my email address. It was to follow her on social media. Right. So Instagram, she has a presence there. Facebook, Wait. she has a presence there.
0: Well, here's a, here's a good thing about that. As a maker or a craftsman or the, the nonprofit, you can tell those people, stop right now, pull out your phone. You get your phone with you, don't you? Pull They're it right. out, go to this, da, 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 da and follow me. But make, Have them do it on the spot. Don't let them leave to do yeah. it later cause guess what? It's not going to happen.
2: Right, and that's what we did. And let me tell you this, it, it has been about a week since that event. And I've Mm -hmm. seen her pop up on my news feed a couple times, love the videos, like what she's doing. And last night I talked to my wife. I said, have we ever thought about getting a painting of our dog? Dog just Uh had a birthday. I'm Uh telling you, it works. The social media, leverage it if you're not building email. It does. It's great. And people people keep up with you there.
0: So, David, I think you've got a fifth point to make in your best practices. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, I've got another another point is be engaging. Sometimes when we have shows, it's a little overwhelming. Yes. And especially for our introverted personalities, meaning mm-hmm. that it takes a lot of energy to be there. And afterwards, we're going to yeah. take a week off.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes we so so to audience, I haven't shared with you yet, but I'm yeah. an introvert. <laughs> oh, hey. I, uh, I am one of those people that, after I do something, I yeah. have to take the whole next day off. <laughs> right. Such a yeah. good, good point.
2: Right. Yeah. For our, for us introverts and naturally, Gina, I, I'm an introvert at heart. Mm-hmm. I'm extroverted at work. Just because yeah. sometimes we have to play a, a play a role. You know, sales yeah. is a Broadway show, and you <laughs> have to get up and you have to bring you have to bring your best.
0: Yeah. Right. You don't have to
2: sing, and people don't want me to sing. Trust me. Um, but when I say be engaging, shake hands, look people, people in the eye, smile, be friendly, say people's names. A good right. reference to that is if yeah. you've ever read the book, you should keep it on your shelf. It's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale right. Carnegie. I right. highly recommend that.
0: I, I've read that book. It's a really good book. I, I, you, you made me think of something here. You, and I, am, I think that engaging when you're in the booth is important. But one of the things I noticed is there are things that can put what I call a stop or a no between you yeah. and your audience. So yeah. get out in front of your table. Push it to mm-hmm. the back of the table. Push it over to the side. Mm-hmm. Make the booth friendly. Let people come in but don't stand, sit behind your table because yeah. you're not on their level and you're not in, able to engage mm-hmm. them so that your personality shines.
2: Absolutely. Face-to-face, yeah. hand-to-hand, nose-to-nose with people if you get that mm-hmm. close. And you're right, the tables do create barriers, but often yeah. they're barriers because they're our safe space. Oh, yeah. Right, no one's going to harm me here. No one's going to get close to me here. I'm safe, and that's a comfort zone. But we all know that growth
0: happens where? Uh, when you step out zone. of your comfort zone. Right. You yeah, step, absolutely. When you step out of the box and you're looking the right direction. got to be looking the it. right direction. <laughs> you got it. Where's you that opportunity it. door? Right. Okay. I think that kind of winds us up for the first segment. When we come back, David's going to tell you a little bit more about how to be the best you when it comes to creating sales for your business. See you in a minute. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com.
1: The Fine Vendor Boost Event Talk Podcast with host Gina Davis is looking for guests for future podcast episodes. If your business has a story that shows how you've aligned your marketing for success, exhibiting your products and services at festival, fairs, and expos, then we are looking for you. Additionally, we're looking for experts in these areas, business finance, business education, and tech tools that align with event talks focus. Message us at info at
0: this is the EWN Podcast Network. Oh, we're back. i tell you what, I am glad that you're still with us. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with David Gross. who's with Sandler Training. And our conversation today is about earning more sales at your next event. So we've got several more points that he'd like to talk to you about. So David, tell us, what are some of the most successful people currently doing at Trade shows? Yeah,
2: well, appreciate you asking. And the, the most successful people, in my opinion, and the way that we gather this is I work with, with uh, vendors, and i work with companies who go to these events and use this as a marketing tool and a sales tool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And where they're finding the most success, Gina, is for one, if you walk down the aisle, let's pretend that there are vendors on your left and then your right, what are okay. some things that catch your eye? I'm just asking you here.
0: Well, when I'm walking down the aisle, okay, I got to think about this from the like I'm uh, visiting there, not not from the fine yeah. the booth end of it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm out of a shopping thing, and so I know for me when I'm out, it's one of those shopping things, and I'm really looking mm-hmm. for stuff. I know that a certain type of product. Uh, so therefore, boosts that are going to catch my mm-hmm. attention. So for me, that's one of the things that that, that catches my attention is what are the products? They got to be really cute. They got to be something that I want. They got to be right. all you know, up to date, on the point. Uh, it just it's really got to be not somebody's old tired rejects from 10, 15 years ago. Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And and having up to date and having fun and having a good presentation. I mean, that's crucial. Uh, Some of yeah. the biggest things that we see are people with white knuckles. You know what that means? White knuckles? Yeah, white knuckles. So if you're right. so nervous, we've got uh-huh.
0: products. Oh, i get you now. They're and nervous. They, there. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared. Don't come talk yes. to me. <laughs> You're absolutely
2: right. People are terrified. They're gonna. They, someone's gonna say no to them, and uh-huh. that's gonna be the end of the world. So they hold yeah. their stuff really close. I would say just let go of the stuff. Right. People. People buy from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: At the end of the day. So, chew on this for a while. Sell
0: yourself,
2: not your mm. stuff.
0: Yes, I, okay. I'm, I'm a big fan of it's got to be about you, it's Absolutely. not about your products. Because yeah. for me, I'm going to keep coming back to someone to buy again if I really like them. Right. Yes. Where have we heard yes. that before? Yeah. Oh my Do you God. business with people you people know, you like, and trust? Like <laughs> and trust.
2: Yeah, we're on the same page. Uh-huh. I'm so glad that we are. I think Uh also I believe that you should be interested and not interesting.
0: Great. So let
2: me say that again. Be interested and not interesting. So So tell them
0: what you're saying there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's okay. And it's a little hard to grasp just at first. We fully believe that we do a great job. And I say we just general people try to increase sales here. We do a great job, we have great products, so rightfully so, people should buy from us. Right. Yeah, fair statement. Now, <laughs> where you're going to get the level up, so the next level, people who've been doing this for a while, when I say be interested and not interesting, the first thing that we should do is walk up to someone, shake their hand, and say, what brings you here? Right. And the objective is to get your prospective client talking. I agree. Because people like to talk about one thing. They could talk about this thing for the rest of their lives and not run out of things to say. And you know what that one thing is? Me, 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 me. Yeah, that, that Tubby Key
0: song. Me, 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 me.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> get, get, get people
0: talking about themselves,
2: and it turns more into the relationship and a conversation from there.
0: Yeah.
2: If, if you catch people's eyes, if they stop, and if you engage with them, now it's a person-to-person transaction. I agree. And not I agree. Just another I... thing hanging on a shelf.
0: It's definitely a great tactic to take. Cause when you're showing, when you're asking about them, you're right. They, they love to talk about that. Maybe that that you have to tweak it just a little bit. But you know, what brings you here today is a really great starter.
2: Absolutely, and that's another point that I have for the for for the listeners who uh-huh. are experienced. A, a pitfall and a roadblock sometimes it's, it's people. Put all their effort into attend and attention into okay. How can I sell more? What's going to be the secret sauce? And they don't put in to attention to asking questions.
0: That's correct. Well, I mean, you got to think about question. it. It's it's really about building the relationship with that person because again, back to that mm-hmm. no like and trust. They need to get to know you better. And the thing about it is, they don't really need to get to know you better. They just need to know that you want to know about them. Right. Yeah. yeah, use use yeah. more
2: ears and less yeah. less lips. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, point B um, just ask questions. What brings you right. here? Glad to uh-huh. see you. What are you looking at today? What are What's catching your eye? Yeah. And they so, may point
0: something out. Yeah. So, is there anything else successful people are doing at trade shows that's working?
2: That's working. If yeah. I could just put you know if i could wrap it up into a nice bow here it's it's really just not forgetting about the people right it's not forgetting well, about, about the people because it's, the, the show is built around how good am i how good of a job can i do how how much of a how much of the market can i fill how well can i make these products Make it more about the person. Be interested. Talk to people. Smile and have a lot of fun. Okay. And business is going to come with that.
0: Yeah, I agree so so much. So, well, is there anything they shouldn't do while there?
2: Yeah, I, we have we have danced around it a little bit. However, okay. one, I'm going to come out and directly say this, and it may offend some people, and I hope it does.
0: Get uh, off your tush. Get off your butt. <laughs> okay. I, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm totally there. Yeah. But, yeah. but I am one of those people that are challenged when it comes to standing. Right. I, I broke my leg several years ago. So yeah. when I stand a long period of time, my leg will go numb. So okay. I, I, okay. I don't know if you have a suggestion, but I have a suggestion for, for people like that. Please, go for it. I love so it. So what you need to do is you need to get yourself a tall stool. Because that will okay. put you on the same level right. as right. the people that are walking around, but right. you do need to move it to the front of the booth. Don't put mm-hmm. a barrier between you. And so yeah. uh, I haven't had the opportunity to, to use that tactic yet, but I knew it's coming. So I, since I broke my leg, I was start trying to mm-hmm. think about, well, what can I do? Because I know from me, from my experience, you know, Sitting down is not engaging with your customers. It's
2: not. Right,
0: right. And, and you bring
2: up a good point. Some people can't avoid it, right? Some people can't avoid it. But what I'm talking about is that, and, and everyone, every one of us has fears, uncertainties, mm-hmm. and self-doubt. We can't avoid it. We're yeah. human beings. But we use the seat and we use the table as a crutch. as a, as and, a the right. and,
0: and the a mobile, mobile phone. Right. And the mobile phone.
2: And the mobile phone, we use it as a crush and as a a shield, right? Back in the day, Mm -hmm. the Romans, they carried huge shields around with them. (laughs) We are doing the same thing with chairs, mobile phones, and tables today. Point number one is, you know, just make sure that we're getting out and about. This is about networking and and, and selling to people. Right. And the second point is going in with a mentality that no is okay.
0: I now, think that you gotta say no. You gotta be able to take no.
2: You have to be able to take no. Absolutely. Yeah. And another point too, Gina, is something I'm really passionate about right now is not only being able to, to say no, but also having the confidence and the self confidence I would say. When I was growing up, mm-hmm. my grandfather would always tell me that he says, David, failure is not an option. Now he was raised by the the, the, the folks yeah. in the Great Depression. Oh. There were some yeah, I'm different era <laughs> people, and as a child, he would say, "Failure is not an option." Okay. And I took that into my adult life in selling now and having a business, and I have had to rewrite that script and say, "You know what? Failure is okay." And failure is, it it comes off in different forms sometimes, Gina. I think failure we perceive as people telling us no. And we'll do, we'll go, we'll do everything we can to avoid that sometimes. And that means, even if that means inhibiting or slowing our own growth. So knowing in your heart of hearts that, yeah, you're going to do great, but also you have the chance of failure. But we could, we could do three things with failure. Failure, Causes It could could cause us to be fearful, and fear can cause us to take action, to be very motivated. Fear can cause us to do nothing, or fear could cause us to run away. And know that there is going to be fear there. There's going to be fear of what other people think about you. There's going to be fear of not getting a sale or not being successful. But know that it's a journey. Yeah. I don't think any successful person could look at you and say this happened overnight. Do no. what you love.
0: And and how many times they failed before they actually started Absolutely. getting it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, In I there. read a, a
2: statistic today. Babe Ruth In struck there. out twice as many times as he made home runs, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, there's, there's so. several stories like that. That just, you know, how many right. times somebody failed before they actually made it. So. Yeah. So David, tell me if I was new to making, you know, in business, making sales. Tell me what to do so that I can just successfully get started.
2: Perfect. This is going to be piggybacking off of my last point with experienced listeners, and okay. there are five points here. Uh, that that seems to be my theme is five points. I yes,
0: five. it does. <laughs> By the way, audience, I, so I'm in Toastmasters with David, so yeah, his five points is very much on point. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so <laughs>
2: you have rights as a professional, and I want to share five of those rights with you. you okay. You have rights as a professional as you enter the market, as you get started, and if you remember anything, just remember these, as you have rights to your dreams, your desires, and your expectations. Uh-huh. No one can take that away from you. No one can stand in your way except you. You have the right to what you want. If you have the ability to perceive it, to dream it, you have the ability to achieve it. Excellent. You have the, you have the right to like yourself, point number three. You have the right to like yourself for just who you are, because and that's your most powerful tool. You have the right to love your personality, just love you. And if mm-hmm. you don't, that's going to be a big downfall. So get to love yourself. You have the right to change. If, you, if your situation is where is not where you want it to be, you are in full control of changing it. And then the last one is you have the right to fail. And I encourage yeah. you to get out there and fail fast because the yeah. more of those no's, the more of those you know, headaches that you have, the faster you're going to learn and the faster you're going to find success.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to think about failing as it equals learning.
2: Failure equals learning. Great point. And that's it, Gina. That's that's all okay. I have for you.
0: That was really great. I thoroughly enjoyed that. So thank you again for being on the show. I think I definitely want to have you back again. So we'll, we'll talk about that. And uh, if you want to connect with the, our guest today, David Gross, I'm going to have his information below again in the resources. So our next podcast will go live in, sometime in late August. We invite you to become part of the Find Vendor Booth community by joining our exclusive membership where we procure the latest event, accepting applications for vendor booths. Check out our membership page for the current information on membership. Find Vendor is your one-stop resource for everything you need to know to get the best results from each and every festival, fair, and expo. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.